Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. <laughs> Radio What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the internet radio station at RadioWhat.com. And for DJ services, of course, go to DJLittleRock.com. The shows this week, I have our Thursday evening from six to nine it's the old post barbecue in russellville arkansas it's a karaoke jam come on out bring the whole family have some barbecue and i I think they got some beers too so uh if you have the the urge have some adult beverages at the old post barbecue in russellville arkansas karaoke (laughs) from six to nine on thursday and then on friday I'm at, ooh, The Rab in Conway, Arkansas. That's my usual Friday gig, The Rab. They got pool tables, a full bar, and all the karaoke that you could handle with yours truly hanging out at The Rab Friday nights in Conway, Arkansas. And then this Saturday, it's the Heroes and Angels Comic Con. It's a one-day con. Uh, I believe it's only about three bucks to get in. And it's going from 10 in the morning until 5 in the evening. And then at 5, it's the after party. And guess who's going to be DJing at the after party? You guessed it. Me. Keys Dan. At the after party. Heroes and Angels. And if you don't know about Heroes and Angels, please look them up on the Facebook. And I believe they have a heroesandangels.org website as well. It's a good time for a good cause. Taking care of the kids. Uh, that have cancer Uh, you know as soon as a kid has cancer uh, one of the parents has to take off at least and that becomes some kind of a financial burden so help out help out and enjoy a good con i believe there's going to be lots of cosplayers there some artists so check that out that's on saturday uh, the 27th april 27th this week and okay today on the program i almost forgot no, cannot forget. She is unforgettable. It's Casey Sparks of Chaining Jaded. What is Chaining Jaded? Well, you're going to find out in this little conversation with Casey Sparks. Without further ado, let's get Casey Sparks on the phone now. Hello, Casey Sparks, please. This is she. This is she. Well, yes. This is Keys Dan, and this is what makes you famous, the podcast. What's up? The sky. Perfect. I like the humor right off the bat. Perfection. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) All right. So, all right. I've known you for quite some time now, but I don't know a lot about you. I know you're a rock star, man. We'll get into that. We'll get into all that. But I want to take it back to the beginning. Where are you from? I am from here, actually. Right here? Um, I like what you've done with the place. (laughs) I I was born 
Here is I, I was born in Little Rock. Oh, okay. you don't even you don't even know where I am right now. I'm crazy. Um, and I grew up in Conway. Okay. So, yeah, I went to Conway schools my whole life. Okay. All right. So, all right. Let's go back to the beginning. Uh, now, family life. Mom, dad. Um, my mom and dad. Or no, no, no a mom and dad. Just pick a random one. Anyway. <laughs> No, my my mom was very close to me. My dad is a musician. He he lives here in Little Rock, and my mom she lived in Conway, and I grew up in in her house mostly. Okay. Um, and I am a mom. That's why I, I thought you know. <laughs> so what <laughs> does he mean? Me? Hey, spoilers! Spoilers! You're getting far into the future already. <laughs> so what did oh, your no, mom that's do? That's far in the past. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. My mom, she was she worked as an office manager for a dental office my whole life. Dig it. Yeah. So very so, organized person. Um, not so much okay. at all. <laughs> <laughs> but however, she she knew a lot about teeth and what not to do with them. All right. So you have good teeth. Um, ish. Okay, well, I mean that's a <laughs> it's an important thing, you know, take care of your teeth. I try to right. brush every day at least twice. Right. Yeah. And and the flossing thing was big. And she's, she said, don't open that. Don't tear tags off with your teeth. Don't open that with your teeth. Don't do this and don't do that with your teeth. So. Your, your mom would not like me. I do all uh, those things. I strip wires with my teeth. Oh, I do too. And I I found out that once you get older, you can like strip a, a line in your tooth with a wire. <laughs> <laughs> she seriously can. All right. All right. So, uh, and uh, you've already alluded to dad, a musician. What kind of yes. musician? Um, sort of like me. He plays, He, I mean, he he plays solo acoustic guitar and sings. His name is Lyle Cogbill. He plays at uh, Benihana across the North, North Little Rock now. Mostly, that's the only thing he plays because he's getting old. But for- still gigging. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah, he just keeps his stuff set up up there so he doesn't have to haul it around. Oh, wish and, I, I wish I had that. Uh, I know, right? And um, I guess he's uh, he's been there for a while. He plays quite a few nights a week over there, and it's just a pretty steady thing there. That's cool. Well, I'm hearing, yeah. hearing the birds go tweet, tweet, tweet. Yes, you I'm in birds? the backyard. Oh, Yes, I have birds in the backyard. You're in the backyard. Okay. All right. We're doing an outdoor thing. I like it. I'm sitting here in the Radio What Studios, and you're on uh, on the line in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yes. Perfect. All right. So, uh, growing up, you said you were born in Little Rock, but you moved up to Conway pretty quickly, Uh and you went to Conway schools. Uh, Mm -hmm. Did you have a lot of friends? Um, no, I was, I was a nerd. I was nerd. a nerdy kid. Yeah. Very like shy. I was, thing. Well, it's not a bad thing except for, I, I didn't have a lot of friends. I was pretty insecure cause I was fat. I was a chunk okay. and, uh, the kids made fun of me a lot. So I just kind of, when I got to be a teenager, I blossomed and that was great. Except for by that point, you know, I was just kind of shy for the most part. And I did choir. That was like a huge thing for me because singing has always been my passion. What and year so, was this? Um, every year I could. As it started in middle school. I think in sixth grade, we started being able to do choir. What year and was then that? In, that was, oh gosh. <laughs> Let me think for a second. You're going to challenge my math here. That's what I want. Uh, math hard. I graduated in 2000. So it would have been 94, I guess. You whippersnapper. Youngin. 
Oh, I, I wish. I okay. don't feel that young. So 94, you're starting with in choir. And are uh, you excelling? Are you, are, are you at least meeting some choir friends? Well, uh, ish. Wait, are you I mean, acquiring like, friends? <laughs> <laughs> right. I um, I I stuck to myself for the most part, but I had a few. I had just a couple of friends that I talked to. And it's not like I was just all by myself all the time. But I did really well at choir. That was like... I mean, I I did, I was probably one of the best in the choir and, and, uh, did all region choir every time, tried out for that and all state choir when it came to be time for that and madrigals even. So that was What's my madrigals? serious madrigals is like a small ensemble group where it, it's consistent of like two people per part per voice part. So I was a soprano and there was another soprano and then we had a couple of altos and tenors and basses. Okay. So yeah. all right, that that's a, a madrigal part, a part song for several voices, especially one of the Renaissance period. Are right. you singing like and, classical music then? Well, it, it was basically, yes, it was classical. Um, you know, kind of like, I guess, it wasn't all churchy or anything. It was, there was some church stuff, church sounding stuff, but it was a lot of it just, um, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm thinking chanting monks. That's the image I'm yeah, getting in my that's head. What, that's what everybody's probably getting. And, and a lot of it was acapella, like in the, in the ensemble group, it was acapella. So we didn't, I mean, you, you don't have any accompaniment. You, it's just the voices only. All right. And yeah. And I dug that. It was great. Yeah. All right. So you're 1996. You're you're in junior high or sixth grade, and and you're you're choiring. Any other hobbies at the time? Well, let me let me specify. It was sixth grades when choir started, but madrigals that was in high school. So madrigals was tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade. Um, I think all region choir we started being able to try out for in seventh, and then all state in tenth grade as well. So these are just things that happened over my choir career yeah. you know, what did you say now so these are the main things that you're doing throughout your your middle school and high school uh, yeah, are there any was, other hobbies that you're you're involved in anything else art um you know drawing painting i i wrote a lot wrote a lot of poetry wrote a lot of um short stories and i had um i had really i was good at academics so i i had really good grades and you know i just was a nerdy kid that had good grades and drew a lot. <laughs> I may put you on the spot. Uh, do you remember any of your poems? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Recite your favorite poem. My favorite poem is, well, I can't recite it, but it's by Patriarch, who is an Italian poet, and I learned about him in college, and it's amazing. I can't even remember which one it was. It's remake from remake Paris or something. I don't, I don't know how they say that quite right, but. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so you, you, you're, you're into poetry, you're into writing uh -huh. poems and I'm guessing, you know, these, these can probably turn be turned into songs. Did you write down in anything in a journal? I did. I've got a lot, but you know, I like journals so much that I would, I would write a few things in a journal and then get a different journal and write a few things in it. And I've got a billion different, um, a billion different written testaments with just a few things in them from back when I was a kid. Wow. So, yeah. So is this and something do, that you're, you're thinking about compiling? 
No, no. I'm embarrassed completely by all of it. Oh, no need to be. <laughs> you're, you're a creator. You're, you're creative. That's, tr- that's true. But, you know, I thought I was much older than I than I actually was, I think, when I look back and read some of the stuff. And it's like, uh, I don't know. It's embarrassing. Yeah, kids <laughs> often think that they're bigger than their britches, I, I, I've yeah. heard. <laughs> and have yeah, my- experienced as well, so. Yes. Right. And my kids do. They they think they're bigger than their britches as, as well. <laughs> All right, then. So we went to Conway High. Your, uh, was it Wampus Cats? Yes, it was. Why don't you do your research? Oh, come on. I live in Conway. I better know what, oh, yeah. what, what the school that's is. Right. <laughs> that's right. I knew you knew Oh, that. that's right. I'm a, I'm a disembodied uh, person on the internet. I'm, I'm out here. Forget well, no, what I but said. It seems like you're everywhere. It does. It, I mean, you just, it feels like you're everywhere. Um, omnipresence. <laughs> I like that in the broadcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I think good. you work harder than any other person I know. <laughs> you know, and then I start this podcast to, to promote other people. And, and I, you know, I decided, hey, let's work even harder. Well, actually, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm learning more about you. So it, it could be self satisfying or self fulfilling because my head still has room for knowledge and I want to suck right. the knowledge well out of you Miss Casey Sparks <laughs> well that's good I'm glad somebody does <laughs> yeah so I'm interested in what you know uh, you know right so, so uh, we're in we we're out of the, uh, high school you go to college uh-huh. where do you go to college I went to UCA and I had I had started college at UCA when I got pregnant with my twins I already had a a little boy. My, my son was born when I was 20 and I kind of took a few years off between high school and college. Okay. So, um, I had a son and he was, he was, uh, a year and a half old. And then I got pregnant with twins and I couldn't finish the, uh, the winter semester, you know, the January semester. So I had to go have babies and take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. procreating here. That's a job yes. in itself. Oh, it was a big job. <laughs> yeah, twins. <laughs> yeah. On top of that, a two-year-old, you know, so it was like triplets. And then my, my kid's dad, he went to the military for um, training. What he was going to be a submariner. Uh, Navy. Navy. He was on a, yes. Nobody tells a Navy man when he's had enough to drink because only a Navy man knows when he's had enough to drink. Or a Navy man's wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gosh, we, we we had lots of children, but we had lots of parties, too, because we were young and we got housing, and it was pretty exciting for a while. Okay. So where was he stationed at? Um, we first went to Connecticut, where he was in sub-school, and we were there for about a year and a half. And then we went to San Diego, and we were stationed there. And then, uh, you know, during that time is when we got a divorce, and we ended up moving to tennessee after that oh okay well yes. i guess you you went with the kids and then he stayed in san diego or whatever? no 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 i he and i both we never sep- separated the kids from you know either of us we worked together to raise the kids even after we were, were divorced so he got a job in tennessee and i moved as well well to that tennessee. sounds like a good family life for the kids that's nice that's nice yeah. that you kept kept cordial. Well, good. Yes. All right. So we're in Tennessee. Okay. And this is okay. uh, what year we're at? Uh, 2002? 2006. Okay. I so w- let's back Seven. up a little bit. You went to UCA okay. uh, eventually or in that time? No, I went to UCA in 2002. Okay. And what, what were you um, studying? I, I, I was going for my BBA, but I didn't even get is that. Is that far. the Star like Wars a- character? <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no, uh, bachelor's of business administration, business management, things like that. Oh, sorry. My nerdiness came out. Oh, no. That kind of nerd is not the kind I am. I'm the Magic the Gathering one. Oh, okay. See, I've heard Comic of this story. game, and I don't know what it is. When did? When were you playing Magic the Gathering? Oh, uh, after kids. It was, let's see, I, I think I touched on it when I was a teenager and, and kind of just like bought some cards just as it was a fad. And then when my kids were between like five and ten years old, um, my their dad got into it and then my third husband got into it and uh my son and so we ended up getting so into it we spent thousands of dollars on magic the gathering cards tell me everything what is magic the gathering what can you do um it's like a role-playing game that is completely on cards so you have a source of energy which is your mana and those, there's a whole bunch of, you know, land cards and that's your energy. And then you have different um, action cards and, and things that ca- cause, you know, things to happen to the other player. Either, either it'll hinder them or it'll knock points off or whatnot. And then you've got a certain amount of points and you just play until you tear somebody down. And you have some kind of a master? Is it kind of like Dungeons and Dragons? I guess that's where kind of, yes. where we always uh, the, the the origin point is always Dungeons and Dragons because that was right. the, the the original. Now I heard there was something before that even. Oh yeah, you're probably right. I mean, there was always board games of some kind, right? But that's that's the the big one. I think is, yeah. is what made it all all happen and people getting sucked into these uh, imaginary worlds and just really really exploring them and and just well i mean it's a good way to to spend time with your friends and your family for that right. matter and and but it uh, was fun um we had a lot of fun doing it there wasn't a master it was just each person was the master of his own deck but you build your own deck so you go out and and you want to have certain things in your deck that are going to do certain things for you depending on what kind of deck you're trying to run and it got pretty expensive I mean, well, the blurb I'm seeing is Magic the Gathering is both collectible and digital collectible card game created by Richard Garfield, released in 1993 by Wizards of the Coast. Okay. Right. And it's a trading card game and it has yes. 20 million players as of 2015. Okay. So you're not alone, nerd. Right. I know. <laughs> um, I did tournaments and everything. And what? that was before digital. Yeah. That was before digital um, Magic the Gathering. It was all analog <laughs> so what, what year did you get into this this was two, it was in tennessee it was 2008 ish yeah something like that All i right. lived in tennessee for like seven years eight years okay what part of tennessee columbia it's just south of nashville and this is when the kids were little so i didn't ever go up to nashville and try to make it in nashville or anything but, oh i yeah. thought that's where we were heading you know my, my brain was heading in <laughs> In that direction, that you were so close to Nashville. <laughs> yeah, but I was so far from any any kind of performer. Like, I hadn't done music. When I had kids, I kind of quit music for years and years, and I didn't play any instruments back then. I only was a choir girl. So I didn't start playing the guitar until I was 32. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll definitely get into that. Uh, how, did, um, how did that come about? Uh, okay. Uh, you're in Tennessee. You're taking care of the kids. You're you're growing some children. Uh, mm-hmm. When do we? What kind of work are we doing there? 
Um, sales. I started out in a call center and I did really, really well at it. So I ended up trying to do another kind of sales position. And then, and then I got, uh, it was like a timeshare booking or something. And then I ended up getting picked up by this guy who owned a dry cleaning business that had several DBAs, um, textile restoration, um, for like disasters. So if somebody has a fire, we go in and pack it all out and, and restore all their textiles. And, you know, and I did sales for them and I did the, he also had a uniform company like Centos or Airmark that did uniform rental and dust, dust control, like the, the mats and the, uh, shop towels and all that stuff. And I, I did that for his company and, um, you know, it was a lot better than doing the call center stuff and it paid more. So I kind of worked my way up there. Hey, you're working hard. You're taking care of the kids. Is this your dream job? No. Okay. All right. Where do we go from here? Um, I ended up getting laid off from that company because of some things that happened with the uh, guy that opened it with him. And that was in 2011 and that's also when my stepfather passed away so my i my mom still lived here in arkansas and i was in columbia tennessee and i came back um for his his death and and uh was here for a few weeks i went back to tennessee but that was really kind of the beginning of the end there because she was alone and you know, I just wanted to go home really. So I had to talk my baby daddy into wanting to move back as well. <laughs> oh, you're a good girl. Okay. You want to come home to mama because yeah, mama mm-hmm. needs you. She's all alone. Yeah. Okay. So 2011, you're skied at on back to Conway. Um, well, it was kind of a process because four kids, that's not an easy thing to just pack up and move. No, ma'am. Um, and they were, they were still, you know, my son was 10. He's my oldest and, and he was 10, 11, maybe when we moved back finally, but we had to get it all together. And I, I finally got back here with the kids and with, and with Jacob, their dad, um, around 2012 or, or 2012 or 2013, probably. Yeah. So pretty quickly. And uh, so mm-hmm. when you get back to, was it Conway or Little Rock? Conway. Conway okay. was home. You, yeah. get, you get back to Conway and then what do you start doing? Um, I tried to do a lot of different things at first <laughs> because, you know, I just had to get a job really quickly and I, I tried sales positions that I ended up hating. And so I ended up doing, uh, I was the damage coordinator for ARCUPS, Arkansas Utility Protection Services. What is that? Um, it's like when the people go out, when people go out and dig, you have to call Arkansas one call so that they can send someone out to mark your utilities on the ground so you don't hit them and damage them i think i've seen the trucks ark ups yes so i worked as i was the only damage coordinator for them for the state of arkansas and i did that for three years three and a half years something like that so that's if somebody damages the lines while they're digging yes and yeah and so i was like handling the claims and basically handling all the damages for that that sounds like a busy job so that's your dream job that's what we're doing no, 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 that okay. wasn't my dream job, but it was a great job. And I yeah. felt like I had come a long way. And um, my mother got cancer all of a sudden in 
2014, the very beginning of 2014 is when she was diagnosed. No and cancer. No. Yeah, it was horrendous. It was it was life changing and um, it not it kind of derailed me for a while. But it was also the reason I started playing guitar. So I got a guitar while she was in cancer treatment and I started teaching myself how to play. And when she passed in, in August of 2014, I threw myself completely into myself. I just, I couldn't even deal with anything anymore. It was, it was too much. So it's amazing how music uh, takes, takes care of the soul. I I think so. Yeah, it really did. So we're, we're playing guitar and you say you're 32 years old doing this. Mm-hmm. And I had started performing about a year or two before that with somebody else playing the guitar just outside at, at shopping centers and parks and stuff just so I could sing. Um, but this is when I really started my music is when I started playing guitar. So, Oh, okay. All right. But, uh, but you're a, a good vocalist. You're a singer. Yeah, that's what I'm first and foremost. I'm a singer. Very good. So this is 2013. <sighs> 14 14 2014 mm-hmm. you start playing and you yes. you're teaching yourself guitar no lessons at all no lessons i'm self-taught how do you and teach learned- yourself how to play guitar okay this is this is like the world's greatest best kept secret I <laughs> anybody know. can anybody can play guitar that wants to bad enough because you do have to get past the bleeding fingers and the discomfort that's physical but um all you have to do is get ultimateguitar.com on your app, get an app for it. And they tell you the chords. You have to pay like $2 and some odd cents to get accurate chords, um, for a membership, but they will give you the chords to almost every song you can think of that, that, you know, is on the radio or you've heard somebody perform. And so, um, I just would think of songs that I wanted to learn how to play and I would look up the chords on that. And I had chord charts that I had printed out that are very simple to read. And they tell you where to put your fingers on the strings by showing you kind of a picture. And I just started playing and I threw myself into it because I was just trying to stay away from life, you know, because of the cancer issue with my my mom. I'm looking at the the website now. One One million song catalog with free chords. Mm-hmm. And you taught yourself how to play guitar on the interweb. Yes. yes. And then I didn't ever sit down without a guitar in my hands. I don't watch TV. So I'm either doing art or I'm, or I'm playing music. Um, and so I just, every time I was sitting, I had a guitar and I was fiddling with it. If I wasn't learning a song from somebody else, I was just learning new things I could do on it. And I did that so much that I started writing my own music and, and, uh, you know, I was at about about that time is when I started performing with the Bud Jones band oh here goodness, in Little Rock. Bud Jones, he's a cool cool dude. Mm-hmm. And his uh, his bass player Danny Rains is actually my best friend and who I live with. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. yeah, but um, you know, I wanted to do my own thing, so I came up with Chaining Jaded, and I I started that with Adrian James, who has a band called Das Gift that is his his own project. Um, and is this all in 2014? Yes, sir. Wow. That's a, that was a big year for you. It was, it was, um, it was when we, I guess slipped into another dimension. (laughs) I I, I believe you. I believe you because you've done more 
more work than you can fit in one year. Yeah. And I did a whole lot of work, um, to get chaining jaded off the ground. And then, you know, we practiced a whole lot, Adrian and I, and, um, at the end of 2015, I believe is when we decided we were ready to play shows. And we went to EJ's where, where we had had, you know, lunch or gone and had beers after he got off work quite a few times. Where's EJ's? EJ's eats and drinks it's downtown little rock it's a little cafe slash bar on the corner of louisiana i think and um sixth street shout out to ej's and yeah you started playing there yeah we were actually the first people that played music there and it opened up this whole flood of of them having live performances so you're starting uh, trends yeah, yeah. And we sounded really good. I mean, we had some hellified musical chemistry, he and I. Um but you and know this is a two piece. You're you're playing mm-hmm. guitar and what is he playing? He w- we were both playing. Both and playing we guitar. Both- and, mm-hmm. and lead and rhythm. I, I I'm not I, I have guitars. I don't know how to play guitars. I, I probably will check out this ultimate guitar. <laughs> Yes, do it. Like you have time for that amongst all this million other things that you have, but you should do it. Definitely. I'll do it while I'm sleeping. (laughs) Do you sleep? I didn't even know. No, no. So I guess I, I guess I won't do it. (laughs) But anyway, we had really good musical chemistry and we played that show. And then due to some other extenuating circumstances, we had to stop playing together. What kind of musical were you playing? Um, it was mostly based on what I was writing. I wrote all the songs and, and he, he helped me with one. He had his own stuff going on. Plus he worked a lot. He was a, he's a web designer for, um, Aristotle. And so Adrian James, yeah. Adrian James. Yeah. He's, he's really good musician. You should interview him as well. Um, anyway, so I, um, uh, what was the question? Oh, okay. Uh, what kind of music were you playing? What, and you, you've already alluded to, you were doing all originals on your first show? Mostly originals. What? If, well, we also had some obscure covers. And the kind of influences that I had that I believe he had about the same sort of thing going on, and that's why we worked so well, is because um, I liked Depeche Mode and Mazzy Star and Nine Inch Nails and stuff that was more like in the gothy gothy side of things you mean like great music like what you mean like great music yeah great music (laughs) yeah Yeah. so um or you know tool perfect circle things like that and it all kind of compiled into an influence for my music that i was writing and so we would do some covers by them and i had you know i like pop as well so i would try to throw some some obscure more obscure like not real recent pop covers in there that like cranberries for instance yeah but a lot of that music is really electronic uh, and you were doing this all on acoustic i know i know that's that's what has ended up becoming a problem for me on my own because it needed more electronic (laughs) you're so gosh you're so bright to pick up on that like right off the bat that was my biggest dilemma i didn't know how to do anything electronically and then when he and I quit playing together, you know, and he did, but mm-hmm. he could make things happen with a guitar like you wouldn't believe. And I couldn't do that because I had just 
learned how to play. So um, when we disband, I kind of came to this point where I didn't know what to do. So I tried to learn my studio software and, and kind of learn some of the electronic take on things. And that's kind of where I'm at. I've just, I've just been kind of, you know, trying to get into that side of it so that instead of sounding like folk music with a guitar, an acoustic guitar, it sounds more like I want it to, or like I hear it in my head. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, uh, minus one, I guess, uh, is what guitarists usually will play though. Or I guess any instrument you could find a, the version that has a minus one, you want to play the drums, you ha- you find a song that has no drums on it, or it'll be right. it'll be made with no drums, so you could be the drummer, or the guitarist it will have a minus one, where and then you play the guitar. Have you done any of that? Oh, like almost like karaokeing it, kind of, but it just uh, the, it, the music that is seems like cheating. Well, the music <laughs> is made uh, to where it does not have the the lead or the rhythm guitar, and then you are the one playing with that as a background right and i would do that if i was the one creating the background like i've i've created some electronic um instrumental things for my vocals to go with on on my studio software what kind of studio software are you using i use mixcraft pro studio 7 okay and um and like the little scarlet solo interface thing it's it's just very basic and it's you know the cheaper end of things i guess <laughs> i'm looking at it okay mixcraft uh, i see mixcraft eight it's about 30 bucks and mm-hmm. and you could it has a it's acoustica is the oh, one I'm i looking spent at. i spent 125 dollars on the mixcraft okay program. so you you got the full version yeah i see there's some that are 100 that's the pro studio eight and then there's uh the pro 10 it's about 330 bucks so yeah i guess you can yeah and, and you just play into a mixing board and well no i have scarlet solo interface and that's where you plug your you plug your guitar your mic into the interface and then that plugs into your computer so it's really all just a computer program all right Mm -hmm. and you're able to to change the the sound of the guitar or or... you can do that or they have midi midi uh availability like you can get in there and and use your keyboard to um, kind of, they've got all these millions of different sounds, different instruments and sounds, and you can use your keyboard to play them. Kind of, I don't know how better explain it. No, so you're making your own your own beats for for yes that matter, and you're playing yeah, along with said beats. Right, I just haven't done it enough. I haven't done it as much as I should have. Okay, you know, and I've this is something you just got into. No, this is something I started trying to learn back in 2015, but um, I kind of went more after me and Adrian quit playing together. I kind of was pretty determined to play live shows and I kind of went more toward that, I guess, at that point than recording. So I have recorded some things and Danny Rains, he's the one that I live with, the one that's in Bud Jones band. He has done the production and the recording and the mixing and all that for almost all the songs that I have up on reverb nation. All right. <clears throat> and he's been brilliant and he's, he's, he's an amazing musician as well. You should interview him. <laughs> <laughs> he's an amazing songwriter. Really. He's got a billion songs. I feel like, and they're really good. Um, but yeah, he's done most of my recording. So very cool. So, all right. So this, the software, you can make your own, 
your, your own sounds. I guess you're adding your own drum beats and and yes and bass guitar perhaps. All right, and and okay. So where do we go from here? Let's see. So 2015, you're trying to learn this equipment, but it's slow going, and you're yeah. still, you're playing with Bud Jones. Yeah, and that I I think it was by 2015. I think I quit playing with his band, and I was just singing. I wasn't playing guitar with them. Oh, okay. Um, I was singing a few songs and then there was his sister singing a few songs and Danny Rain sang a few songs and he sang songs. And, you know, it was just like a bunch of us getting up there and, and doing this, this performance with them. All but originals or playing, covers? Um, he's a cover band. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. And you quit playing? I quit. I quit playing with them. Uh, when I really got to playing Chaining Jaded or, you know, got in that out with Adrian. And then whenever Adrian and I quit playing together, I just kind of went more towards solo covers myself just because I wanted to play live shows. And a lot of the venues and the bars, they won't, they won't just have you come in there. If you can play your own songs, you've got to know covers. I so. understand. Yeah. I, I, they don't want right. to give you a break and, and that's bad. I, I, I guess, can you talk them into 50, 50 or 28? Oh, well, you, you don't really talk them into it. It's just they. It's either you play songs that people know, and they have you come back and play again, or you don't. And they, I mean, it depends on how well it goes over. My my originals have gone over very well in front of crowds. So, you know, I've had a lot of positive uh, feedback on that. But you just kind of you kind of have to know covers because people will request stuff and everything else you just want to make the audience happy because the whole reason you're there and that they're paying you is so that they get business that you know? sounds pretty square and obvious to me yeah <laughs> okay so <laughs> uh, after 2015 you're you're you're, sol you're a solo act you're yes how often are you gigging um i i started off pretty strong but um i lost my driver's license in 2017 what happens <laughs> well, I had a fender bender and my insurance had lapsed and it got suspended and that just kind of uh never got there I've got to pay for the the wreck and uh, hasn't gotten taken care of. I've had a lot happen the past since my mom passed away, a whole lot has happened and it's been hard. And you know, sometimes it snowballs when you when you get on the on the downward side of things and you know, money has been a big issue for me. So um plus oh, yeah. four kids it's insane and their dad is amazing and his wife is amazing she she's my baby mama i love her to death she keeps us all you know she and she's the glue that holds us together who, who is this <laughs> my my kid's stepmom oh how sweet okay okay right. well i mean uh, you're saying that you're lacking in money and and i've said it before but you you've uh, often hear the word artist preceded by starving Yes, so, so much. I, I know. Okay, so so you got a day job. Yeah. Now you mean? No, I'm saying while while you're doing all this. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I had a hard time holding a job after mom died. It was very difficult for gotcha. me to. For some, I had several, but um, but uh, I was very distracted, and it's just it was just um difficult i got fired a couple of times which i never you know that was very discouraging because i'd never i'm a perfectionist i don't i don't take well to being told i'm not doing something right <laughs> right right no one like no one likes that at all 
And so yeah. you're trying to make it as a, a guitarist uh, completely. Yes. Like, uh, yes. Only. And, and since 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I've had a few jobs since then. It's just. But just you know, Joe jobs. Just didn't last. Yeah. Huh? Just nothing you would consider a career. No, no, no. Music is definitely my career. Okay. For sure. I turned Chaining Jaded into an LLC and I marketed my music hard on all the social media platforms um, and the brand, really. It was, you know, I feel like any business that is going to be successful, it, it really is dependent on the marketing and the and the branding. Yeah, you, so. you, you're, you just touched on something, turned it into an LLC. Now, I, I've been DJing since 1986, but mm-hmm. I did not incorporate until 2004. I should have incorporated way, way earlier than that. Uh, you can write everything off. So for a, as a business uh, aspect of it, incorporate. It, you know, right. it's good for your taxes. It, 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 everyone should incorporate. <laughs> do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, but it's just me. Can you do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm oh, an escort. Oh, okay. Absolutely. I'll have to talk to you about all that stuff oh, later. Oh, just talk to your accountant and just have them okay. set up a little corporation for you. See, and- I am my accountant. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean. I am my everything. I do everything for for the business. So perfectionist, very organized, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yes, I, am, I do, you know. I'm not I'm not that organized, <laughs> yes, but I have I have organization in my chaos, so I know I know what to do <laughs> with what I've got. <laughs> I think in taxi driver he said organized. Hmm. Organized, yeah. All yeah, right. I'm definitely a bit of chaos. So, all right, we're raising kids. Uh um and we're uh, a rock star. Yes. But uh so what are we doing for fun? Um that's what I do for fun. That's what you do for fun. Uh, I'm I know a rock I catch, star for fun. I catch you every once in a while at karaoke, and it's always a yes. jazz when you show up. Yeah, it's fun. I love taking the kids up there because that's one of the few places you can take them. And my kids are all musicians, um, except for yeah, except for one, and it's one of the twins. She she can sing very well, but she refuses to. Um, she refuses to do that because she's a perfectionist, and so uh, as well, and she takes everything above and beyond what all the other sisters and brother do. And she doesn't want to step on their turf. So hey, she you're, doesn't, you're all grown up. It's time to brag on the kids. So yeah. Uh, child number one, what are they doing? Stefan is 17 and he is um, a junior in high school and he does choir uh, just like I did. He's very good at, at singing and he wants to be a choir director for high school when he gets out of college. Um, he also plays trumpet and um, he writes poetry as well and does some music with his poetry in front of it with his friend, his best friend Ian. So a chip off the beautiful block, uh-huh. <laughs> but he's a, but he's a gamer too. So he throws a lot of his time into video games. Unfortunately, what's his game of choice? Um, right now I think he's playing world of Warcraft again and he is a DM for dungeons and dragons as well. And I think they've got some electronic stuff going on with that now. Nerds raising nerds. Yes. Love it. Love it. I'm staring at a PS4, a PS3, a a Wii U, a switch. Oh man, he's got a switch. I know that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the only thing I don't, I don't have an Xbox. I'm, I'm not looking at an Xbox here. So, yeah. How do you have time for all that even? I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I know. They're, they're collecting, collecting a lot of dust. dust. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, okay, so Stefan, awesome. Stefan, and then his sisters. He has the my twins. twins. My twins are fifteen, and they are gorgeous. They look like grown women. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, back them off. Get a whip. Oh man, all the boys want to talk to the girls. <laughs> they, it's just crazy, and and they're. Chloe is a singer. She actually performed a show with me at Hibernia um, not too many months ago. And when I have time, you know, and she has time that coincides, we practice some stuff so that we can try to do some stuff together. Tell you, if anything, she's going to be my moneymaker because she's so young and gorgeous and she can sing so well. Um, Get it. All right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Make money so you could take care of mom. Right. And then Grace, who stays away from music, um, she's an artist and she is very good at school and she's very smart and um, she, yeah. And then there's my 10 year old Bella, Bella who is kind of a musical prodigy. Um, she's, she's taken up guitar just like mom and teaching herself at age 10. And she's doing this all by herself, you know, with determination. And she's also a very good singer. And, um, how did how did they they get the inkling the desire to do this? How how did you instill this in them, or that, is this just a fluke? No, no, I'm very pro music. All everything I sing, no matter what I'm doing in the shower and and around the house and everywhere, all the time I'm singing. So they've so, grown up with music. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you've been playing Depeche Mode and Nine Inch Nails for them, and no, and no, Mazzy no, no, Star. No. No, I didn't. So play. into you? <laughs> Not really. No, we listened to a lot of radio when they were little because that kind of stuff, for the most part, wasn't really appropriate for them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, wait, Mazzy Star was, was fade into you? No, fade into you. Yeah, that's fade. the one that we covered when I was with Adrian singing. Hey, see, that's that. Yeah. Good stuff. Good songs. All right. Yeah, that's cool. So the kids are growing up musically, just like their mama. Yes. You must be so proud. I am so proud of them. And they're not only musically awesome, they're artistically awesome and they are very witty and their senses of humor are very, um, uh, let's see, South Park slash, um, what is that one with the baby? Oh, family Family guys. You know, they've got very witty kind of um, sarcastic senses of humor. So they're, very cool to hang out with dig it dig it yeah. so and you bring them to karaoke yes they're, absolutely they're always with you no they're not always with me no they actually live at their dad and stepmom's house in conway they did not want to change schools or anything and i understand that no i, I get it i get it completely they got their friends and that's good right and it's a nice and they situation do. yeah they have a lot of friends so many and it's hard for us all to link up because they've got social lives that are just enormous <laughs> is it okay i think i might be stalking his page St- stefan wilson yeah yeah oh yeah he's got a lot of friends he's there hanging out with his with, with his buddies and in, in are you talking like, about facebook yeah and in, in band he's really instagram is his big thing and and the girls they all do instagram that's cool. a whole lot that's yeah cool. i think they just have facebook so that i can get a hold of them on messenger because because that's my main form of being able to talk to them i talk to them on we do the video calls you know all right so casey sparks where do we go from here where what's the future is it chaining jaded 
Um, no, I don't know. See, I keep, I retain that name and yes. everything because I've built up quite a report on the internet with that name. And I'm afraid if I go just over to Casey Sparks, I'm, I'm going to have to start all over. And it was so much work. <laughs> well, you notice I'm keys Dan from the Florida keys hanging out here in Arkansas. Right. I, right. I, I have over uh, half a million pages on my website and to change them all to something else, Arkansas, Dan. Oh no, man. No. no. <laughs> it's hard, you know, and you get stuck to that. You get kind of, um, partial to that first identity and that first creation so i'm kind of sticking with it but as far as my music goes i am playing shows just not as many as i would like to be because of the lack of license so i don't go out and book as much as i should but i have people that'll call me for and you know ask me to come play and plus i do play at the uh little rock country the country club up in the heights four times a year or so very cool and And that's uh, as a solo guitarist yeah, it's well, just just so I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a guitarist as much as just somebody that is able to accompany themselves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I I'm mostly just singing and playing the guitar and um uh that's under Casey Sparks. So it's kind of just two different worlds, my internet-based music thing and my real life stuff. So Okay. So yeah. when's your next gig? Um, on May the tenth, but it, it's private. It's at the country club. Well, we don't want to know about that one. We want to know about know. the public one. I don't have any other setup. Well, no, 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 no. I do. I have something in, I believe, in Circe. Um, I'm not sure what exactly the date is. I think it's in June or July. Um, there's a festival or an arts kind of an arts fest that I'm doing. Uh part in so i'll be playing up there and i can find out more information and put it on my facebook page sure enough now you say you've been writing songs how many songs have you written um probably less than 30 okay i don't i don't know the exact number um but i think it's in the 20s somewhere and and you've recorded all these songs no 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 how many have you recorded um probably 10 to 15 of them I think are recorded and up. I need to get, I, you know, I recorded some with Adrian and then I recorded, you know, and, and they weren't real great recordings, just like two songs. I think I've, I've put out that Adrian and I did together, but then, um, for the most part, Danny Rains has recorded everything else that's up online and it's all on reverb nation. I have not completed the album, which was my, my main masterpiece in the, in the first place, siren song negated. Yeah. And um, once I finish recording the rest of the songs for that, I'll put it out as an album. But, you know, people really don't do albums as much anymore as they do. At least, I don't know. I still like to see artwork. I still like to see an album. But I know it's all singles now, you know, 99 cents a piece or whatever it is. Uh, Yeah. But, uh, okay. So, and and big shout out to to Danny. Awesome. He's recording all your music for you. Yeah. Sounds like a good team right there. Oh, yeah. And he's a geologist and he plays with Bud Jones Band and he records his own music and he does stand up comedy. So it's a lot. He does a lot. Oh, fantastic. It's nice. Yeah. I, I I like a creative person for sure. So, yes. A- any advice for people that are trying to get their feet into the music career or uh, trying to go the same path? 
you just have to be obsessive with it. That's what I've done. I, I don't watch TV. You know, I obsessively play music and make music and, and I love to perform. I love to be in front of people. So plus you've got to be able to market yourself. That's the big thing. You've got to get your music out there or nobody will ever hear it. All right, Casey Sparks. Well, how do the people find you? Where where can I send the stalkers? Okay, so if people will Google Chaining Jaded, and that's Chaining, not Channing Tatum. (laughs) Everybody always thinks that I'm saying Channing Tatum. And I'm like, man, I almost would change the name because of that. But um, but I'm pretty sure he owns the dot com. (laughs) (laughs) probably so but chaining jaded c-h-a-i-n-i-n-g-j-a-d-e-d all one word if they google it um then everything on the internet is is mine that's under that name and then casey sparks on facebook but every other thing it's chaining jaded (laughs) so do you i i I tried to find chainingjaded.com and i don't think it's out there you know i had chainingjaded.com and that's just I've had to do everything for, for my business. And that's one of the things that fell through the cracks. I owned it for a little bit, never got the web page up and then, um, and then just let it get out from under me. So I've got to rebuy that, rebuy that domain and all that. <laughs> all right. Don't you go stealing chainingjaded.com listeners. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, very good. So we could find you at facebook.com Casey sparks uh, and uh, any place else. Where did we get it, your music? Instagram, well, ReverbNation.com forward slash Chaining Jaded. Okay. But that comes up when you Google it. So everything that Chaining Jaded is under comes up when you Google that name. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Google Plus and um, and Reverb Nation and SoundCloud, but not so much. And, I, you know, I do some videos of the music that I do, but really not that much either. I'm not... I'm not big into doing the YouTube thing. So it's mostly Reverb Nation. You can download my songs, I think, for free right now. I think I took off the prices. If I didn't, then I I will All right. for, for a short time so that people can download some songs. Hey, do you hear that? Get the good Chaining <laughs> Jaded vibe at Reverb Nation. Do it. And I just Googled Chaining Jaded and certainly the first five, six, seven, everything. It's all you. It's all you. Yeah. You are out it's- there. Yeah, that's a unique name. Casey Sparks, it's been a complete pleasure chit-chatting with you. It has been fun chit-chatting with you. You've you've ran this thing just right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I look forward to to speaking uh, speaking with you again and hearing you at karaoke uh, one day in the future. And uh, yes, yes. And I will let I'll let you know if I have any shows coming up. Um, it's just a matter of getting out there and booking them. So if you want to call me, anybody wants to call me <laughs> or anything, you know, get a hold of me. My my email is chainingjaded at gmail dot com. Um, I'd love to play. I'd love to play for you. I want to play for you. <laughs> <laughs> let Casey Sparks entertain you. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Casey Sparks. Looking forward Thank to seeing you, you again. Okay, you too. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Party people in the house. <laughs> Everyone has a story. Casey Sparks has a story. That girl, she has been places and she is going places. The talented Miss Casey Sparks of Chaining Jaded. Yeah, find her on Facebook. Find her on Reverb Nation. And you heard her. 
You heard her. She said she's going to be giving it away. Her song, she's got over 20 songs out there at Reverb Nation. So check it out. I encourage you. And if you have a little club or a little get together or some kind of a an event that needs some entertainment, I encourage you, find Casey Sparks of Chaining Jaded. You won't be disappointed. The girl's got talent. She's got pipes. And it looks like she's putting those pipes, she's spreading the gene pool of talent to her children. And that's wonderful. That's a wonderful thing. Thank you so much, Casey Sparks, for telling your story on the What Makes You Famous podcast. And if you'd like to tell your story on What Makes You Famous, I encourage you, do it. It's fun. And I get to learn some stuff from you. Give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. Thank you, Casey Sparks. I'm Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. The last note of a keyboard is C. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of keysdan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of radiowhat.com. The music you want is on. <laughs> <laughs>